Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 25 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I am your host, John Chick. The Rangers coming off just an excellent come-from-behind win in Montreal against the Canadians, down 4 to nothing, absolutely nothing going right, and it's looking like it's going to be more of the same from the night before in Ottawa, but instead the Rangers flip the script, they come back, they win 6-5, to just an incredible, gutsy victory on the road in a tough place to play. And like we said, it's one of those games where early, absolutely nothing is going right. And coming into this, I predicted, you know, that the Rangers would be a lot better in Montreal than they were in Ottawa. I thought that was a pretty safe bet because how could they be much worse than they were against the Senators? But it wasn't looking like a sure thing early. Again, the Rangers off to a slow start in this game, and there were there were some things to nitpick here. Obviously, you know, they took too many penalties again, and, you know, you got to start faster than the Rangers started in this one. But you know what? Who cares about any of that for tonight? Because when you come back from four goals down, the team deserves to be celebrated for it. We as fans deserve to just enjoy it. And you know what? There were This was not a perfect night. There were things that we could nitpick here, but we're not going to do that. We're just going to enjoy this one, man, because it's not every day you get to come back from four goals down on the road, nevertheless, against a guy who's been a Vezina candidate in the past and Carey Price. And the Rangers come, like we said, they just come storming all the way back to win this game in dramatic fashion. Brendan Lemieux with a couple of goals for the Rangers. He continues his strong play. He looks like Rocky Balboa after going 15 rounds with Ivan Drago when this game ends. Brendan Lemieux is just awesome. What else can I say about him? But just a tough, gutted-out win on the road. A big two points for the Rangers. If they lose this game, it's now four losses in their last five games. And at that point, you can even start to say, you know, the season's starting to get away from you a little bit. But this kind of win, man, this has the potential to turn the season around and get the Rangers really rolling here. They've got a home tilt against the Minnesota Wild tonight. We're going to talk about that a little bit later as well and just how important it's going to be to, to come out and get another two points tonight because to really make this count, now you got to go on a run. You know, this game, it could have been a disaster. Instead, it's one of the, it's probably the best win of the season. Anytime in hockey, when you come back from four goals down, it's got to be in the run for best win of the season. And indeed, this was, again, not a perfect night for the Rangers, but they came up clutch when they needed to in this game. They did not die. They did not quit. And again, doing this on the road in Montreal, a tough place to play. And on the second night of a back-to-back, when, by the way, you just got your butts kicked the night before as well. It was it was happening again tonight against the Canadians, and it would have been easy to just mail it in and just say, well, not our night. You know, we're just not playing good hockey right now. What are we going to do? And instead, they just found their legs, they found their game, and they just come storming back to get this win. So I do have a confession about this game. This is the first and hopefully the last Ranger game this season that I have not gotten to see in full. What happened was, typically I watch the games live just like all of you do. Occasionally, I'll watch it after the fact. You know, I have my, my TV set to, to record every Rangers game. Unfortunately, what happened here was the Rangers were on the NHL network, and my TV guide believed they were on the NHL network as well, and it recorded that game. But that ended up being the Avalanche and somebody. I don't even remember what the game was. It was the Avalanche and somebody, and it recorded that game instead. It did not record the Rangers on MSG. It tried to record them on the NHL network, and because the Rangers are local here, it taped, you know, the Avalanche game instead of the MSG game, which was the Rangers. So yeah, really, I mean, it, it sucks for me more than anybody else because I didn't get to, to relive that awesomeness, you know, and, and see the whole game after the fact. I had to just settle for the extended highlights, but I do apologize to you guys for not being able to watch the full game. I'm going to do the best I can here with, with all the highlights I was able to find on YouTube and whatnot and uh, just kind of break it down. Certainly, I saw all the goals and I saw a bunch of, the, you know, Georgiev made a huge save at the end of the night. He had a tough night, but he was there when the Rangers needed him. So yeah, I'm going to do my best here and I'm going to take precautions in the future that this doesn't happen again because, you know, I really do want to 
to see every single Ranger game. I don't want to come on here and just, you know, BS my way through it if I haven't seen the game. So, yeah, going to take precautions, make sure I can see every Ranger game going forward. Just kind of a fluky thing here with the TV, not knowing which game to record. So, yeah, kind of a weird goal to get things started here for the Canadians. It's early in the first period. The Canadians are kind of working the puck around the perimeter, and Lekkonen takes a shot from along the boards. Georgiev makes a blocker save. But he deflects it straight up into the air and just has no idea where he is, where the puck is. And the puck basically just lands at his feet. Domi is there. He finds it. He stuffs it home. And second straight game that the Rangers have given up an early goal. You, you really don't want to do this. And, and we could talk about how they're young all we want. But you got to start better than this. You can't be giving up a goal in the first minute or two every single night. And right here, Rangers down one to nothing, just 2-0-3 into the action. Jacob Truba takes a holding penalty exactly three minutes into the first period. And again, I don't want to go on and on about the Rangers' penalty woes. I mean, first of all, I've done enough of that already. Secondly, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade and damper anyone's excitement about what was, you know, just a great win for the Rangers last night. Because the headline here, the lead here, is that the Rangers, on the second game of a back-to-back, on the road, erased a four-goal deficit to claim an incredible victory. I cannot stress that enough. And I've talked about the penalty woes, so you know what? You, me, and everyone else, we're all going to let it slide for one night. And plus, the penalty kill came up big tonight. The Canadians went 0-5 for on the man advantage. So even on a night where the Canadians score five goals and they earn five power plays, exactly none of those markers came on the man advantage. So penalty kill, you know, again, they, they were a disaster. The last few games, just a complete mess. Third to last in the league coming into tonight. But they kill off all five Canadians' power plays tonight. And they needed every single one of those if they were going to come back and win this game. Exactly. Midway through the first period, the Rangers just a little sloppy with the puck in the neutral zone. I believe it was Lemieux who turned it over, but the Canadians get possession. Lekkonen skates over the blue line. It's a fairly innocent-looking play here. Just a two-on-two at this point, and Truba's there. He's in position right in front of Lekkonen, but Lekkonen takes a quick shot from the left circle, and he scores, and this is probably one Georgiev should have come up with. He may have been partially screened by Truba, but... I don't know. He seemed to react to the shot, and for whatever reason, he just could not come up with it. And just like that, Canadians up 2 to nothing, And a rough start here for Georgiev. The first goal was really weird because it was a case where he just couldn't locate the puck. You know, he deflected it straight up into the air, and it landed his feet, and he just had no idea where it was. And then this one again, you know, it didn't really seem like a dangerous break by the Canadians into the Rangers' zone, but Lekkonen takes a shot, and he just beats Georgiev clean. 2 nothing Canadians at that point. We go to the final minute of the first period, and another pretty soft goal here. The Canadians carry the puck over the blue line. They work it in deep to Domi. Domi shoots a wrist serve from the top of the left circle, and once again, it just goes right through Georgiev. And you could say that the Rangers could have defended this play a little bit better, and that's true. I, I thought Truba was a little slow. He, he should have come up and challenged Domi a little bit sooner than he did. He got there just kind of a beat late. If he had gotten there just a, a, you know, a half a second earlier, he would have been on Domi, and I don't think Domi would have been able to get this shot away. I think Truba's got to be a little bit more aggressive there. But either way, Georgiev needs to come up with this one, and it's a rough first period for Georgiev, and it's a rough first period for the Rangers because, you know, they've given up three goals. Obviously, they're down 3 nothing, but you give up a goal, you know, just barely two minutes into the action, and then you give up another one in the final minute of the action. You need to be sharp at the start of periods and at the end of periods. You know, I know occasionally you're going to give up a goal. It does happen, but this is not the kind of thing you want to become a trend where, you know, you're having lapses, not necessarily even lapses, but you're getting outplayed and giving up goals very early in the period, very late in the period. And just like that, 3 nothing Canadians going into the first intermission. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's Locked On podcast is sponsored by DoorDash. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. 
Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. Listening on the go? If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcasts.com slash offers. Again, that is LockedOnPodcasts.com slash offers. So we move to the second period, and the Rangers get an early opportunity, still down 3 nothing. Adam Fox steals the puck in the neutral zone. He gets a pass to Jesper Foss. Foss with a great opportunity, but Carey Price just with a better save right there on the doorstep. He steers the puck aside. And then about a minute or two later, Lemieux blocks a shot by Shea Weber. There's a delayed penalty on the Rangers at this point. Weber gets the puck back, and he just blisters a slap shot through traffic, and it goes right through Georgiev. Again, you got to stop this shot. I, I know I know Weber. He's got a big-time slap shot. He can really let it rip from the blue line on these plays. But Georgiev was in position. He got a good piece of the puck, and somehow it just it just got through him. You know, he got a piece of it, but it went through him. It got into the net. So at this point, it's looking like this game could really get out of control. It is four to nothing Canadians, less than three minutes into the second period. Alex Georgiev struggling. The Rangers not really making anything happen offensively. However, they get a little bit of a reprieve. Brady Shea gets... Now, we were hard on Brady Shea in the last episode, but he makes a really nice play here. He gets the puck behind the Ranger net. He skates pretty much the length of the ice. He goes right through the neutral zone, gets into the Ranger zone. He's weaving to his left. He seems to lose control of the puck, but fortunately, puck goes right to Artemi Panarin, and Panarin does not hesitate. He immediately passes across the ice to Philip Hedl, and Hedl scores short side to beat Carey Price, get the Rangers on the board 6-10 into the second period, giving the Blue Shirts at this point at least a glimmer of hope, or at least, you know, maybe you're not even thinking about winning the game at this point, but my God, let's play a little bit better than this, because this it's now been almost four and a half periods of just pretty much bad play. I mean, there's not really any other way to say it, because the entire game against the Senators was, was basically just a lost night. The first period here was went absolutely no better in the first few minutes of the second period here. Uh, not any better either, but finally the Rangers, they break through here. Filipino scores, and like we said, Rangers now kind of back in the game at least a little bit, now down 4-1. to one. And then less than a minute later, the Canadians have the puck in the Rangers zone just inside the blue line. Lemieux pokes it away into the neutral zone. Montreal's kind of forced to retreat here. They still have possession, but they're kind of back on their heels a little bit. They're moving backwards, and there's good pressure by Pavel Buchnevich on the Canadians' defenseman. Defenseman kind of panics. He makes a bad pass, and it's intercepted by Brett Howden in the neutral zone. Howden takes it from there. He we he moves right into the Canadian zone along the boards. He makes a centering backhand pass to Buchnevich. Buchnevich makes some nifty moves on the doorstep, and he scores. It looked like it went off the skate of a defenseman, but Buchnevich there with a strong, strong drive to the net, and the puck finds a way in. And just like that, in the span of, you know, a minute here, the Rangers go from being down 4 nothing to 4-2. to two. And about two minutes later, Rangers are on the power play. Uh, the power play does expire here, so they're not going to get credited with a power play goal. But who really cares? Because Truba, Hedl, and Lemieux, they're kind of they're all in deep, and they kind of force a turnover in the corner. And then Truba works the puck back to Adam Fox at the blue line. Fox shoots from there. Lemieux, by this point, has worked his way out of the corner, back to in front of the net, and he deflects it home. And again, you know, they're not going to get credit for a power play goal, but essentially it, it was a power play goal because the, the time had just expired and there was no time for the Canadian to get back into the play. So Rangers score here, and just like that, 4-3, to three, just a, a wild turnaround here, and Rangers backing it now big time. Long way to go in this game, and again, just a one-goal deficit at this point. So we move to the third period. Rangers now just trailing 4-3. to three. The Canadians get an early push here. Tony D'Angelo works the puck around the boards, but Domi steps up to intercept it. 
He centers to Lekkonen, and Lekkonen takes a shot from the slot and scores, and it's 5-3 to three Canadians, 5-20 into the final period. Not a whole lot Georgiev can do on this one. I mean, he let in a couple of soft goals earlier in this game, but this is just a rocket from the slot, a high-percentage shooting spot on the ice, and, you know, just, just a better play by the Canadians. I don't think anybody really was at fault here. You know, D'Angelo looking to just make the safe play and just wrap it around the boards, but Domi came up, intercepted it, and then centered to Lekkonen, and Lekkonen scores, and just like that, 5-3 Canadians. So Rangers, you know, they fought all the way back, now down by two goals, but now is when the fun really starts because just 31 seconds later, Artemi Panarin scores to close the deficit back down to one and make it 5-4, to four. and everything about this goal was just awesome. The Rangers are in hard on the forecheck. Chris Kreider goes behind the net. He steals the puck. Kreider is working his way up the boards, and he starts to run out of real estate, so he just leaves the puck for Artemi Panarin, and Panarin just sends it back around behind the net along the boards there. Ryan Strom finds the puck behind the net. Now, he's got a defenseman draped all over him on this play, but he nevertheless, he fights him off. He gets a backhand pass from behind the goal line in front to Chris Kreider, and Kreider immediately, just a beautiful no-look behind the back pass to Artemi Panarin. He passes from one side of the net to the other, and Panarin's right there, and he shoots, and he scores. He just taps it home. Just a beautiful goal. Uh, Rangers really outworking the Canadians on this one. They just wanted possession of the puck more than the Canadians did, and then just some excellent passing at the tail end of it. Kreider, Strom, Panarin all just working their tails off to make this happen here and immediately get this goal right back for the Rangers. And just like that, 5-4, just down by a goal once again. Just a minute or two later, the Canadians get a power play. D'Angelo clears the puck up the glass out of the Rangers zone into the neutral zone. Lemieux and Howden go in on a two-on-one shorthanded and just a beautiful give-and-go here. Lemieux passes to Howden to his right. Howden immediately passes back to his left to Lemieux, and Lemieux scores from the doorstep with the equalizer, a shorthanded goal. Now the game is tied at five, and as Lemieux scores this goal, he kind of like loses control and, and basically just crashes to the ice because, of course, he does. It's Brendan Lemieux. What else do you expect? The guy, you know, he, it's it's pedal to the metal every night, and just a great goal here. Comes up big in a big spot for the Rangers and ties the game with his second marker of the night. And it's also good to see Brett Howden getting involved because, you know, we talked about this earlier, how, you know, they weren't really getting a whole lot of him, getting a whole lot out of him this season. But he stepped it up a little bit lately, comes up with a pair of apples tonight, and, you know, again, here, just executes a brilliant give-and-go along with Brennan Lemieux. He received the pass, and he waited until the perfect moment to pass it right back to Lemieux, put it right on the tape. Great feed by Howden, great finish by Lemieux, and just like that, 5-5, to 8.40 into the final period. And then with a little bit less than eight minutes remaining, Ryan Strom wins a faceoff in the attacking zone directly back to Jacob Truba. Truba just takes a shot from the blue line, just kind of flicks it toward the net, and the puck goes in. Carey Price got a piece of it, but it somehow got through him. It was a little bit like the the save, or not really the save, but what happened to Georgiev earlier in the game where he gets a piece of it, but it just kind of squirts through. Basically the same thing here. It just gets underneath Carey Price's right arm and rolls into the net. And just like that, the Rangers have come all the way back. They have taken the lead in the third period with less than eight minutes remaining. They are up six to five. And this is something we've talked about, right? Ranger fans want the want the Rangers to shoot more. Quinn wants the Rangers to shoot more. I want the Rangers to shoot more. You want the Rangers to shoot more. And again, we see it paying off here because sometimes you just throw the puck at the net and good things happen. And this was a prime example of it right here. A little bit of a soft goal, but hey, you know, the Rangers have worked their way back into this game. I think they've earned a break maybe at this point and they get one. It gets through price. You know, again, Price isn't invincible like he used to be. You know, he's not a human cheat code out there like you know Artemi Panarin is right now. I mean, different positions and everything, but you get the idea. 
Price, not the truly elite goalie that he was at one point, but still a very good goalie in this league. You don't expect that to happen, but again, sometimes it does happen. You know, every goalie in this league, there's not a single goalie in this league who is above giving up a soft goal at least once in a while. And the way the Rangers have been scoring goals in the second and third period, yeah, take your chances, man. Just throw the puck at the net, see what happens. And that's what happened here. There was some traffic in front of Price, so maybe he was screened a little bit, but I don't think he really was because, again, he got a good piece of this shot and it looked like he would just, you know, freeze the puck or at least maybe, you know, blocker blocker it aside. But no, it goes right through him. It goes into the net. Six to five Rangers. And at this point as a Ranger fan, you're basically just thinking like, you know, don't let go of this lead, man. Please, please just hang on here. Find a way. Score another goal if you can. That would be awesome. But find a way to hang on here and get this win because you don't want this to be all for nothing. They were down 4 nothing. They close it to 4-3. They're down 5-3 in the third period. And now they're up 6-5. to You don't want all of this to be for naught. You want to get these two points and you want to get the hell out of there and get back to New York. And that's what they do. They hang in there. You know, the Canadians get a little bit of a push. They get a power play at one point, and Georgiev on this on this power play. About five minutes left, and he makes an outstanding point-blank save. The, Can- the Canadians hit on a cross-ice pass and a shot from the right face-off circle, but Georgiev came out of the crease a little bit, cut the shot down, and steered it aside. Again, Georgiev got off to a really, really tough start tonight, and he had a brutal outing in his last start against the Lightning. He, along with the Rangers team, maybe him more than anyone, he could have just, you know, put his tail between his legs and just said, this is not my night. I mean, maybe at some point the Rangers would have even considered going to Lundqvist there. They actually did consider going to Lundqvist, but Quinn held out. But bottom line, Georgiev hangs in there and down the stretch in this game, makes some nice saves, gives the Rangers an opportunity to come back. He could have easily just said, this is not my night. I don't have it. Sometimes you just got to find a way to get it done, even when you don't have your A game. And a huge, huge save by Georgiev here preserves the lead for the Rangers, and they go on to win 6-5. to five. I think it says a lot about Georgiev that he could shrug off what happened to him early in the game and how, how poor he was playing and come up with the clutch save that he came up with right here when it mattered the most. But yeah, just a spectacular win for the Rangers here tonight and one that we hope is going to be a tone setter going forward, maybe even for the rest of the season. You know, if the Rangers end up being a playoff team at some point this season, I think a lot of us are going to look back on this game as the night where, you know, they kind of all came together as a team and they, they took that next step in their growth and in their development and they really just put it all together and made a strong push from this point on in the season. We'll see what happens. There's a long way to go. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to overstate the importance of this win. I mean, it's huge, and it's so much fun as a fan to see them come come back from four goals down to claim this victory. It doesn't mean the Rangers are going to go on to win the Stanley Cup, but man, you just got to enjoy wins like this because you, you don't see this every day. I believe I saw that the last time the Rangers came back from a four-goal deficit to win the game was 1991. So yeah, it's been a long time. Since before, three years before the Stanley Cup victory, by the way. So that's pretty crazy to think about, and the Rangers, you know, coming up big here tonight, just finding a way to get it done. And now if you're a Ranger fan, you really, really want to see them come out and beat the Minnesota Wild tonight. They got them at home. The Wild not having a great season. They're 9-11-3. The Rangers with this most recent win, 10-9-2. And, and you really just don't want to waste this. You know, it, Either way, that was an epic comeback against the Canadians. They took two points off of a team. And who knows? You know, the Rangers, I expected to go right down to the wire whether this team is in the playoffs or not this season. And the Canadians, it might well happen for them as well. You know, I think the Canadians are a decent team. I don't think they're anything spectacular, though. And the Rangers in this spot right here in Montreal's building, they take two points from the Canadians. 
Maybe those two points come into play near the end of the season. It is certainly possible. So we'll we'll see what happens there. A huge win for the Rangers, but now make it count. Do not come out here against the Minnesota Wild and lose like 4-1 to one tonight. We've talked about this before, but this team, you know, it, it really is like playing roulette every night. You don't know what you're going to get anytime they're on the ice, but tonight you've got to get a strong effort. You've got to get a better start than you've had in these last couple of games, and you've got to get two points off of a Minnesota Wild team that, frankly, has struggled this season. They are second to last in the Western Conference. And really, the Rangers just got to find a way to get it done tonight. And just a couple of transactions to run through really quick here. The Rangers, after this game, send Tim Gettinger back down to the Hartford Wolfpack. Gettinger was up for a couple of games with the Rangers here, but he was a healthy scratch against Montreal, and Michael Haley replaced him in the lineup. And Booney Avis has been recalled from the AHL. He is back up with the Rangers for the first time this season. He skated in 43 games with the Rangers last year, four goals and six assists in those games, and in 72 career games with the New York Rangers, five goals, 14 assists. He's a former second-round draft pick going 59th overall in 2012. He is 25 years old. I'd imagine he'll probably be on the fourth line tonight. So you might be looking at a fourth line of Haley, Nieves, and Brendan Smith. And in 16 games with the Hartford Wolfpack this season, Nieves had three goals and five assists. So we'll see. Maybe he gives that fourth line a little bit of a spark. You know, you're not going to expect much offensive production out of your fourth line, and they're not going to be out there certainly as much as the other three lines, but who knows? Maybe Nevis gives them a little something-something, and then get a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of scoring production out of the fourth line. Again, I don't expect them to go out there and score three goals tonight, but, you know, maybe Nevis gives them a little bit of a spark. We'll see how it goes. Mika Zibanejad has already been ruled out for tonight. The target return date is now Wednesday. Fingers crossed, you know, I'm kind of at the point where I'll believe it when I see it, but, you know, all the best to Mika Zibanejad. We hope to see him back out there on Wednesday. Henrik Lundqvist back in net for the Rangers tonight. Booney Avis will indeed dress tonight, so that'll that'll be interesting to see him make his season debut, likely on the fourth line. And Greg McKegg is actually going to miss this one due to an injury. So we'll see how the Rangers kind of shuffle the deck with all that. Like I said, I think the fourth line, you're probably looking at Haley, Nieves, and Smith, but we'll see how they want to line up. And... You know, hey, let's get another two points tonight. That win against the Canadians was just too awesome and too much fun to now turn around and lose tonight. So big, big game for the Rangers tonight. They got to go out there and get two points off of, you know, a Minnesota Wild team that has just not played well this season. So great opportunity tonight. And also just got to mention that I'm really looking forward to seeing Matt Zuccarello back in the garden tonight. I'm sure there will be some kind of a, you know, pregame video tribute to him. I'm sure he'll get a great ovation from the Garden Faithful. You know, he was just a fantastic Ranger for so many years, such an overachiever, never backed down from anybody despite usually being the smallest guy on the ice. Zuccarello was just awesome. He was clutching the playoffs. There was absolutely nothing not to like about this guy, and unfortunately, just kind of a casualty of the Rangers' rebuild. You know, they traded him away a couple years ago, but I don't get the feeling that there's any hard feelings on either side of it, and Zuccarello going to be back tonight. And I'm sure the Garden Faithful are just going to give him the kind of ovation that he absolutely deserves. So really looking forward to seeing that. And again, we wish Matt Zuccarello nothing but the best, you know, going forward in his NHL career. Zuccarello and Lundqvist were always really close. He was always such a good teammate and such a huge part of those those Ranger teams that went to the Eastern Conference Finals and even to the Stanley Cup Finals. And it's unfortunately, you know, him along with Lundqvist and everybody else from that team and from that era never quite got to lift the Stanley Cup. But again, that guy, man, he played his heart out every night. He left it all on the ice. There was never a night where he was coasting. He just, it was pedal to the metal all the time with Matt Zuccarello. And look, looking forward to seeing him back in the garden uh, a little bit later here tonight.
If you guys want to get in touch with the podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Or tweet us and give us a follow at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Do give us a follow on there. If you're if you're following us on Twitter, you will know immediately anytime a new episode drops. So, yeah, give us a follow, and I'll see you guys next time.